Hey, this is Eric from Catching Light. Hey, this is Hemp. Hey, this is Glenn. Hi, I'm Steve-O. Hey, this is Drew Hines with Hindsight Imagery. This is Matt Callahan and Digimati Photographic Services. Hey, this is Jason, and welcome to Tales from the Pit. Hello and welcome to Tales from the Pit, the behind-the-lens access for concerts and photography. And today we are on part two of our interview with both Sanjay and John from the Shinedown Camp. And uh, Sanjay, we are looking at your website and you have a wide variety of different types of shots. And uh, uh, can you uh, take us through some of these shots? Some of it, like the very first photo, that B, that... That was, I woke up, we were on a day off, woke up to get ready and head to the bus to go to the show. And I just happened to see this bee that was frozen. That bee was literally frozen to that plant. So I just grabbed my macro real quick and took a shot. Like I've never seen that before where it just kind of froze to death. Kind of sad, but it just turned out for a really cool photo. Yeah, I I would not have guessed that that bee is actually frozen to that piece of it was, grass. It was uh, when I first saw it in the morning. It was all iced over. I just happened to see it. So about twenty minutes later, it kind of frosted a little bit, and that's what I got. That's awesome. Yeah, and I can see some of the other ones at the bottom. I mean, the train tracks. That was up in uh, Alaska, where yep. uh, John. Myself, Eric, Hoogie, uh, and, and Ricky. We just ended up taking a random trip and we just wanted to go check out this park and glacier. And we ended up stopping at different places along the way. And it was just, it was beautiful. There's somewhere in there, actually, a photo of inside the glacier. Not sure where that is, but it's somewhere in there. Remember that? Well, I think there it was a bit of. Yeah. Right here. That, yeah, that's literally that's inside beautiful. of this massive glacier that felt like we were in a whole different world. That is probably one of my most favorite shots I've so ever I, taken. I, this shot is beautiful, but I really want to compliment you on your colors. Thank you. I mean, that's one of the things I really like about your work is your use of colors. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of photographers talk about their color editing, and I think that that's really key to a unique perspective. And you know, I just think your colors really pop. Thanks, they really complement the shot. Thank you. I love. I think some of my favorite color palettes are obviously the good old teal and orange, but it's got to be done right. Like you can't have skin tone that's teal. Like that. That's some things that I've seen that people do, but I love the teal and orange. I. I always have a love for black and white as long as it's it's done well. It's it's a lot of people will do too much contrast or they'll bump up the grain. It's like just let the photo be. But as far as colors go, I stick to a lot. As you can see, even on the bottom, a lot is a lot of teal and orange, and that's been my color palette for years. 
when it comes to like pyro at a concert and stuff like that, it really makes a unique experience when you're when you edit those colors to a certain degree. Oh, absolutely. Pyro, honestly, that's uh it can be tough. There's a lot of uh times where I'll get a pyro shot that's really cool, but I can't I can't save it. Just because it's such an intense flash of light where there's no saving it. And unfortunately, there's been quite a few times too. It's funny. Uh, if I know some of the photographers that are at that venue or friends of mine and stuff, I'll tap them on the shoulder when they're facing. I remember one tour we did, the guys walked out to this ramp and it was just Barry on stage and there was a big pyro part. So I just tapped my buddy that was shooting at the show and be like, turn around. There's going to be pyro. And it's like they were the only photographer that caught it because everyone else was focused out there. But it's like you, if you know those cues, it's good to just ramp it up to like F18, F16, and just let it sit and be at like a 1,000 ISO just so you know you're not going to overexpose it and it's not going to be completely washed. So I'm just scrolling through uh, s several of your shots on your uh, your landscape shots, and again, it looks like you these are all available. So if someone watch, wa watching this wants to purchase all of your prints, they're all available on your website. Which is uh, go ahead and tell us the website uh, for the print site. It's right at the top. It's sanjayparikmedia.shootproof.com, and that's just for that strictly prints that. You have different options to pick up all different sizes, canvas, whatever it may be. And uh, yeah, it gets shipped right to your house. Nice. So let's let's take a jump over. And so you do all of the VIP meet and greet stuff. Uh, are you are you just kind of shooting in the background? Uh, yeah. And, and, well, the and mostly their, their phones thing. are doing it. Yeah. Well, they're doing their thing, and the guys are meeting all their fans. I'm just kind of capturing the moments that. Well, capturing the fans meeting their idols, the people they look up to, and it's pretty cool to just see that. Sometimes you get some really cool shots of like real artist reactions. Yeah, exactly, man. John's there with me every time, and he sees it. Like we have fun, and it's just cool to see people react to meeting some of these people. And I, I try to specify specifically the. Uh our venue on some of these, yes. I believe, I believe that some of these, venue. some of these are, uh, that's me right there physically right there. And I think this is a different venue, but I wanted to just capture you with the band there. I ended up after that show, right where Eric's looking over in the corner there, like all the front of that venue, I cruised around on my one wheel for probably like an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half, just cruising around, taking photos of the venue and, just kind yeah. of that that Eric okay. picture. Eric and I were laughing. Eric goes, "I'd rather be out in the crowd enjoying what's doing all this crazy shit out here than be on stage." <laughs> That's definitely our venue right there. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. such an awesome venue. I think because you guys are. have that little side acoustic stage right below to the right, yep. right? Magic Cat, yeah. and then yeah. you have all these cool different little vending booths. It's just awesome. Yeah, That's, actors. Yeah. Uh, the the loft. That's actually at the end of the night. That's where we're all in there editing in that yeah. room. Oh, oh no! Really? It's like your own little press box. That, that yeah. is our yeah. That's our that's edit bay right editor. there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And we, we actually worked got, hard to get up there. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, and we get kicked out. For example, when you guys do VIP, it's like everyone cram into this little office in the back corner now. So, so <laughs> occasionally we have to give it up. Hot, and stinky in there. 
So the, the, the funny thing I just wanted to mention real quick about the VIP. So that was sort of my first time meeting both of you guys sort of unofficially. I mean, I did talk with you, Sanjay, briefly about camera stuff. And John, you and I just said hi real quick and stuff like that. And I, got, I spent a lot of time um, with uh, Matt in the VIP stuff because from, I, I just want to let you guys know a little story I have about your, your visit on that particular. This is 2017, I think, with Godsmack, I believe, and Red Sun Rising, I believe yep. it was. Or 2018? Seven, 2018. 2018. Yeah. So I took my mother to that and we did the VIP because my head, my father had passed away a couple of years prior and my mother is a huge metal head and she just, you know, Godsmack, Red Sun Rising and Shine Down were her three go-to bands and you got, and you were all together on this one venue. Your so mother, I'm impressed. That's yeah, funny. So I took my mother to this VIP because uh, she was, this is her bucket list thing. After my father passed, it was now her and I would go to major concerts because she had, you know, she's, you know, an older person doesn't want to go by herself. So her and right. I would go visit all these shows and we saw Shine Down several, several times. So cool. at this show, I snuck my camera into the show. I had a little point and shoot uh, into the show and I took a bunch of shots of the show and that's how I got my gig here at this venue by shooting Shine Down that particular show. Awesome. Meeting you guys at the same time. So it's kind of cool that this came full circle for me. That's really cool. Yeah. Thanks. I love it. Yeah. So that was uh so this is pretty you know this is a pretty awesome full circle thing for me and, and I'm just I just want to say again I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Absolutely man. Yeah, anytime all right, so let's move forward and let's actually talk. I, I favorited a few shots that I thought looked cool, again, with your coloring and your editing and just the, movement, the moments that are happening. Um, Sanjay, you want to talk about anything specific? I mean, if we're going right into the pyro shot, that's one of those things where that's one of those moments that I talked about where I kind of I know the photographer down there, I'll tap and be like, it's going to be on this cue. You're going you're gonna to get a great shot. There's going to be a lot of pyro. And that's one of those shots where I probably, since it's the same show, like I said, consistently each night, it, over time you kind of figure out the camera settings for that exact shot because you know that massive hit of flame is going to come. So you kind of get prepared, just you're shooting, you're shooting, and then mentally you're like, oh yeah, this part's coming up. You change your settings real quick to catch. And feel the heat come yep. off of those. Those are awesome. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah. nice. So, John, when it comes to security and stuff like that, I mean, those flames are literally coming up out of the ramps. How yeah, I mean, you, you'll you'll break you a do? sweat. You can feel it, and that's why during, like, uh, once the stage is ready, after sound check, they'll do, like, a fire marshal, and he'll, the local fire marshal will kind of do the dry runs to make sure. Because you guys have low clearing ceiling deck there for the ceiling, and so certain stuff has to be a certain height so lights don't get melt or the roof doesn't get hit with concussion, stuff like that, so... But yeah, there's a very that's why for that venue itself, there's not a lot of room on there on the right. stage left or stage right, unless you're on the loading dock because of the stage hand stuff. But there's yeah, like Sanjay said, everything gets so queued up that you can't it kinda of goes back to what we're talking about, the idea of the same show happens all the time. Well for safety reasons it has to because we have four band guys on there and crew that are working and so you can't really have any kind of change for say on the show show. Yeah. But yeah, having yeah, I mean, Sanjay, next time we're at Guilford, you should let these guys know the cues. That yeah. way, they can kind of absolutely. 
we'll yeah, just that, be following you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, man. Like all these are just the pyro shots, and it's like I'm sure this wasn't anywhere at the beginning of the tour. This was probably midway a weekend to where I know by heart every cue that's going to happen, and I already got a close-up shot, so I'm going to head to front of house. And I'm going to get this shot. And sometimes I'll be in front of house taking shots, but it's like the whole purpose I'm there is for this exact shot that you're looking at. It's like I waited for that shot because I know this is going to happen. Right. Now, when it comes to the touring cycle and stuff like that, I'm assuming um, this was the end of that shine down touring cycle and a new one would begin, would have technically probably would have began in 2020 or something to that effect. Would that be a whole new stage show, a whole new backdrop, all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, they change every year. I mean, some yeah, there's one where it's one B deck where it's just, I would walk out with Zach and Brent and they'd do the Simple Bay and a couple other um, songs out past front of house. And then there's some where we would dig, like Sanjay mentioned, that long walkway out to the ramp where all four guys were on a B stage um, in the middle of the floor. And then there's some in the amphitheaters where we'd have to walk out the four guys individually to different platforms in the amphitheaters. Um, so it, they're always changing. They're always creative. I know Zach does a lot with the planning and like kind of like the stage logistics, and they always have a lot of great ideas. They never want to do the same show once, so it's cool in that sense. Yeah, yes. especially on the media aspect side, where it's like each tour there's going to be a different look, right? Um, different pyro looks, different songs, different concussion hits, different colored flames, different types of flames, fireworks. Yep. So when it comes, so Sanjay, when it comes to picking your photos what are the things you so when you shot first of all how many shots do you do a night oh man sometimes sometimes it's a if it's a more video focused night maybe a hundred shots uh if it's more like a split where i know kind of what i'm gonna do um i can take maybe 250 300 there's been nights where I'll push 400 and it's like, that's way too many, but it was for a specific purpose. Um, but typically it's hundred to two fifty. So how do you have an hour set for them? Right. How, how, so when you're, when you're looking at them that later that night or the next day or whatever, how you determine this is the one, this is not the one for the photos as you're going through. As long as everything is really crisp and in focus. If I got, the composition looks right and sometimes i'm the first to say it i have no problem cropping so if it's like i see a photo that it's like oh that's gonna be badass that's gonna be really cool but i need to crop it in like that one of brent right there the blue one i know that one for a fact there was much more to that photo but i just happened to look at it and go i really like those lights in the background. I just want to crop it in. So it's, you know. Yeah, that's so an awesome I'll, shot. I'll really look for, thank you. I'll really look for kind of specifics like that as I'm going through if, if the person, my subject's in focus. Because sometimes it's hard. You'll get quite a few out of focus shots just because of the amount of lights and the amount of things going on in the movement. Like you got to be pretty fast. Does your ISO change drastically or are you pretty much? Oh, yeah. I'll change my ISO consistently. I'll change my F-stop 10 times in a song. Like I was saying, like my thumb just rolling on this, like, 
even hear. When I'm sitting and shooting, it'll be like this, and I'll be I'll take a shot, look real quick, and if it's too bright, I'll just click it over, and I know this is gonna be too bright. So I'll just click it quick, and it's like once you get that practice of knowing, it's like I'll change all my settings quite a few times in a yeah. in a song. Um, you ever remove things from your photo? So say there's a mic stand or something like that. You ever pull stuff out? Rarely. Sometimes I will if it's just like one of those shots. I can't think specifically though off the top of my head which shot it was. There's been a couple times where I've removed uh, a mic or a mic stand or a person, but it's very rare. I try to I try to just get the shot, and that's if if I have to run around to get that shot. I will. Like these ones right here, the one of Brent holding his arms up, or the one of Zach. I remember that venue specifically. That one was in Barcelona, John. That was yeah, that it was it was Spain. It wasn't Madrid, right? Okay, Madrid. So I'm I'm still off. This was this was a rough night where the stage was super small. There was no uh, barricade. It was a big drop down. So oh, I went God. up into the, where the public was, and they had this balcony, but they only had this much viewing room along this bar, and then it was just people lying. They were all hammered. All hammered. All hammered. <laughs> so basically that shot and the one after that and a few after that, I was shooting through a metal. It was basically metal opening metal. So I was just kind of poking my camera through to get these shots. With uh, That was with the 70 to 200. I remember that very specifically because I was like, this is going to be a nightmare to try and get anything from this venue, but it worked out. Yeah, so, that was cool. That one with his arms up, man, that is a freaking killer shot. Thank yeah, you. I like that one too. Silhouette. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Thank you. The shine down is totally there on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to the artists, specifically shine down, do they – do they ask you to try to get certain things or do you just have free range of whatever or do you have any sort of... 99% uh, of the time, it's that's why we we kind of work together so well. It's just kind of I do my thing. They trust me, I trust them. But there are certain things like some nights where if their management needs something specific or they need liners that are specific, like we'll get those things done. But as far as this stuff goes, it's all they've given me full creative ability on this aspect to, to put this kind of content out. They don't ever come to you and say, hey, at this song, I'm going to do a scissor kick. Can you capture it? Uh, Zach's done a few things like that. But it's, it's not a scissor kick. Like, uh, get up with certain lights. Like, he'll want to sit on part of the stage, and he'll come to me and let me know, like, hey, he's going to do this. And it's like, okay, cool, I'll grab that. But very, very rare is that the case where it's just we kind of all work together so well we just kind of know i've learned over the years too where they're going to be and how they perform so it just kind of works out how about, back, how about backstage stuff are you i assume you're i know you have a lot of editing that needs to be done but are you sort of backstage or is there certain off-limit sort of situations and stuff like that no not really I mean, they're very open with me as far as, like, coming in and just hanging out and keeping the camera on me. And we, it, it's not – they're not, like, the kind of guys that go, the fuck out, you don't deserve to be here. It's kind of like that photo that you just passed to Brett. Like, 
that was just for fun. Like that's right where we're just having fun. Like it's never like that ever, ever. Like we have fun backstage. Like it's a, it's a great time. It's fun to have a camera back there because we capture some really fun moments where it's just like, we're, everyone's just normal, normal people having fun. And it's cool to put it out there. Sometimes it'll just be random where it's like, hey, let's take some portraits. But we, so we, we have like days off and stuff. Like you, you'll bring your camera out. Like, but it's like cool when Sanjay's out because like if something does come up, like a cool picture or something, like he's like there to get it because I mean, most people on their camera phones are like they think they're the next uh, whatever. And with him actually there with a camera, like proper shots, is kind of fun. Right, like the Eiffel Tower when you took your shirt off. Like it was the perfect yeah. moment. It was 30 degrees below zero, I think. <laughs> Riots everywhere. <laughs> the majestic John, your shirt off in front of the Eiffel Tower. Careless. What about when it comes to fans and your photos? Do you do you do the fans of your photos uh, generally want a more specific shot? I mean, is it more of I just want a shot of Brent, or is it is it? No, it's pretty. It's pretty across the board with everybody. Even my own personal prints of just. It's amazing to see how many people have taking the time to write me about just my own personal like landscape or something like that those kind of prints um the one thing people do ask a lot is hey do you have a photo from this specific date that you can send me or put up on your site and to go through two years worth of tours where you have 40 50 photos a night it it can be it can be hard like up the top there you can see that's uh, Shinedown, that's in Zurich. Old Zurich. No, no, it's like that's the main request, but pretty much across the board, prints are taken from everybody. Even John. So what, so when it what? comes to your website right here, what, what do you decide to put up? Because I know you can't put up everything. You have so many shots. What, what, what is your decision to put what up? On your website. I kind of just cycle through. I'll go through my high, I have a folder that's all the high res photos from that tour and I'll mark them and I'll mark them green and that means they're live. I'll go through the folder and mark uh, other ones. I think it's red and that's going to be the upcoming one. So I'll, I'll just recycle and repost different photos over time. There's certain ones like this one I'll never get rid of just because I love that photo. I love how that turned out. So that one will always stay up. But I'll go through and kind of see too on my print site which ones are selling, which one people view the most, and then the ones that don't get a lot of views, I'll kind of take those down and try some different shots and see how they work. Nice. Pyro is a big seller. Pyro people love. Everyone loves Pyro, and everyone loves the full view of the stage too. Yeah, these are beautiful. And you have just so many. I mean, we can just keep going on and on. Let's just jump over to one more page over here. So I uh, favorited a couple of shots. Do you want to talk about any of these shots? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to talk about here. Nothing to talk about. No, honestly, that shot just came about because of Eric. He just, we were up there. We were taking, so we all wanted to go to that. We're at the West, original site of Woodstock, Bethel Woods. Yep. What year and is this? This is last year. Last year. Okay. Yep. And with, yeah, with that flower. Yep. yep. I was last summer, and Eric was there, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm getting naked. And he ended up just stripping down. And he's like, everyone, let's just do it. Let's. I want to be free. This is Woodstock. 
let's do it. So ended up taking some shots, and that's what we got. I'm assuming this is probably one of your biggest sellers. <laughs> it sells. <laughs> hey, that's an idea for one of our shows. We're going to all yeah, pose yeah, like, but, yeah, right. Yeah. You guys as the house photographer should. That'd be badass. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't. They do. we'll, I put don't that think... we'll put that right in the press box for VIP meetings. <laughs> Can you imagine? That oh would totally God, kill. That. Wait till him <laughs> this one. Yeah, number yeah. one, number one, we would be fired on the spot. Number two, we would lose all of our crowd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not all of it. I bet we gained some new followers. Oh, yeah, man, we we get you guys. Even, we can get you evenly spaced in the moonwalk. It'd be a good picture. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. is this a pre-show? Yeah, John. Pre ritual. Yeah. So. From the hour, I bet you before the hour out, they'll start getting ready. And then I do, I'll slowly do the countdown to, hey, we got to walk at five, whatever. So at that time, um, it's usually myself, the tour manager here. It's Mary Jo and Matt Healy, if he's able to jump in there. And we do kind of, Brent leads a kind of like a little prayer. We all fist bump. And then we walk out uh, to the stage manager, Charlie. And then the crew's there. Then we'll start the intro music. Um, and then we will all do our we, each person in the crew creates their own secret handshake or kind of like a pre-show thing with each crew member and so you do that with all the crew members and by the time you're done the intro song's done and then they're walking the stage to kick it off hey John is that you on the far left yes well you're a pretty uh, snazzy dresser for a security guy I'm impressed yeah I'm, all, I'm always in a coat really That's yeah yep what do you do in a place like ours where it's 100 degrees and 100%? I'm always, I'm always in a coat. I mean, I've, there's been some venues where it's been 130 degrees in Germany, Ooh. and maybe I just got to work. Ugh. So now we Yeah, know I mean, I, 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 prefer, I prefer outdoor venues where it's a breeze or something, but I've never – I actually hate rain more than anything. I just hate yeah. doing that buggy, kind of sweaty, wet shoot. Like, oh, oh it's yeah. awful. Yeah. There's been there, – Texas, where we started the tour – it was oh, so the concrete corpus, to, corpus Christi. Yep. I'd rather be shot. To, when it's like it's uh, it's dead of summer and it's that humid out there, and my gear's been in my Pelican case. I actually leave my gear <laughs> on deck open with the lens caps off, so it can all acclimate to the yep. humidity. Because there's been shows where I go to shoot and it just fogs over, my sensor fogs over, and I can't do anything. And they're done that. Yep. Yeah. So what, that's a nightmare. Yeah, totally. When it comes to crew, how big is the crew? How many people are you guys traveling with? Um, yeah, if it's a co-headline, if it's a band, another band like Godsmack where it's two A-list bands, you're probably looking at 60 per band. And then if you're carrying cater catering, there's another five to six. Then you got eight to ten trucks. So there's a truck driver there. You got bus drivers. I mean, you're looking close to 125, 150 some of those big tours. Um, our normal core group, the one that usually travels to um, Europe or Russia and stuff like that, is probably anywhere from 15 to 20 tops. And Who's are you for those guys sitting all places to stay and shit like that? Um, that's advanced by the tour manager. And so once once we get the routing and stuff figured out for that. Um, then, then I'll get involved when it comes to helping with like bus parking and hotel check-in, that type of um, security issue that comes up. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's all part of it. 
So for a tour this size, are you guys touring and sleeping in the bus? or is Yeah, there- so if we're going into a show day, usually I ride with the bus. So the A party, we're kind of on a different schedule because the guys – we come into, if, we, if we're going into a day off, we'll be at the hotel longer, usually till 2 or 3 o'clock, depending on where VIP is, heading into a show day. While Sanjay and the rest of the crew are there at 6, 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my schedule is a little bit different with them. But, yeah, usually if we're into usually two, two days in a row or three days in a row, you'll wake up two cities every morning in the, uh, on the bus. Wow. The is last just- tour we did, though. I ended up staying back at the hotel with you guys, and that yeah, which right good editing help with yeah me. help with help with and editing and actual Wi-Fi. Yeah, actual Wi-Fi, the biggest thing. <laughs> Guildford yeah, actually has good Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, for being in the middle of like like what about Bob stuff? Like it's that Wi-Fi is top notch. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> especially because there's no there's really no not much for cell sig- uh, signal in that area. No, and I love it. I can't. Oh, yeah. I tried calling you. You're at the show. Nope, didn't hear you. <laughs> It worked a lot on getting that Wi-Fi out for you guys uh, with backstage and stuff like that because it's been tough for, for years up front. There was patrons couldn't get on, so they, they nope. fixed it a few years. So it's it's a lot of improvement. Like right. you said, places seem just constantly improving. Yeah, Wi-Fi yeah, no, it's great. Huge for digital because if I'm transferring stuff to Dropbox or something like that for any sort of management thing it's just like it can be an absolute nightmare when it comes to touring with your crew and you and you have that many people is it the same people every year or does it sort of fluctuate uh one or two usually change uh it's different stuff might come up a different tour uh, everyone's life kind of situations are different so you, someone might have a kid might miss a leg or but the core team there's people there that have been there since Probably 15, 20 years. So that's, uh, it says a lot about the artists as well, too. Yeah, no kidding. Sanjay, when it comes to managing your cards and your media and your data, how do you handle all that stuff? I freak out all the time. <laughs> I, I'm Especially with video. My, that's a lot of information, man. Oh, yeah. Um, when I was just in Malibu doing the Smith & Meyer stuff, came out to be – 16 terabytes worth of video content wow so it's like it's it can be it can be a hassle but i did find when i shoot on my black magic i use these the what are they the t5 samsung's ssds so i'll use this for my black magic for my canon oh my god c flash yeah one of these and then my drone and all that, it's all the micro SDs and that. So it can be a pain. It can be a real pain to kind of organize. And that's kind of what I've done with some of this time off too, is really reorganize some of my drives. That can be a cluster. I'm looking yeah. at six of six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's just 14 drives sitting on my desk. Good Lord, man. So like are you, you are you re- uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got similar. But uh, are you rotating cards every night, or how, how do you manage your cards? Oh, once I dump it to my computer, uh, my flash card, I'll just format it. As long as it's dumped to my computer, and then I'll dump it to. I have a my actual media backup. It's missing one drive because it's my effects that I have. But this is my laptop that I use. And this is. 
but I'm slowly going to start patenting and I'm making something for this. So here's my setup. Nice. I got drive back here that just pumps straight in. So I have a shine down tour backup, then I have another shine down tour backup, and then I have one here, but it's connected to this computer and on for all my digital effects and everything I use. So it's like this is my this is my road editing system right here. Where when you when you have I, that finalized, let me know. I'll be yeah, your man. first buy. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, totally, totally. This is your YouTube page. Yeah, that's my YouTube page. I we put up a few things there. It's just there's some full videos there. The rest of it is just kind Sanjay, of... Sanjay, that one take video demo we did the night one at the Ryman was awesome. Oh, kind yeah. Kind of where you came through and the bread starts to get dark in the bay. Yeah. That was badass. There's things like that. Uh, my buddy Dominic, who's in town here at the station, he kind of takes care of all this for me. He's awesome. And he'll do... That's one thing that he taught me that I had no clue about was with YouTube and promos like this always have a cover image for your videos on YouTube. Like uh, uh, you can set one just like a, a screen grab from the video, but he's like, no, you want to create something really cool in Photoshop that's going to grab people. And I mean, it's funny, like these are up there, but I don't really promote it because everyone goes to my Instagram to see this. But there's one video it's somewhere lower down where like the views are just, there like Seether came into the studio 48,000 views on that just because they pushed it out and then there's a car video on here with thousands and thousands of views and it's it's just I've never really pushed YouTube just because everyone sees my content via Instagram and Facebook is this is just kind of like a place of people happen to stumble upon it they can see some of the stuff that's already kind of been out there. Yeah, it's funny you talk about the 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 photo f uh, for the title photo for the video because that's something I am just now learning as we go through our Tales from the Pit stuff. So, yeah, it's very timely. Yes, it is. And that's why I'm very grateful for my buddy that does that for me. So as you can see, this is your site. So if anyone wants to check out some of your videos, they can go to your your YouTube. Let me pull up your Instagram as well. That is me. So that, that is, is your baby girl. <laughs> There's your baby. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's just my Instagram's filled with my personal life and then further, just more personal life since we've been off, off touring because it's just like there's, there's no tours. But then further down, it's just all concerts, all band stuff. This one's up, John. That video right there. <laughs> Open out the uh, X-Wing. Yep. He was, say, uh, he, he yeah, that That's actually all, again, the scary after effects. Yep. 3D modeling. Are you using uh, 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 Video Copilot? Yep. yep. I absolutely 3D. love Video Copilot. They do that in Red Giant. They do. Yeah, yeah, totally. Nerds, nerds. <laughs> we can get deep into that weed. Holy <laughs> cow. Um, okay, guys. Uh, awesome. anything, anything else you guys want to talk about real quick? No, I mean, I had a blast. I, I hope you guys no, keep doing this. Even if the thing opens up tomorrow, you guys should keep doing this type of thing you're doing with this video series. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah fantastic, man. I, I certainly appreciate it. Yeah, and it's just, you know, from, from my perspective, it's 
I can't sit. I can't sit idle while there's no concerts. I have to be doing something to push myself. And uh, having these you guys, guys should with, do this do during a show day with a crew member or something too, because you could do it before the show before you guys have to work work. I guess. Yeah, that that is in. The, that's one of our plans is to kind of do stuff like that as we kind of get back to it as well, kind of yep. keep pushing things forward. Uh, but yeah, I mean, these guys Wait. have all this history of of the venue and shows, and me just having the technical ability to do it. So I think, yeah, we're pretty excited to be able to have this opportunity. That's um, great. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you all for having me. Been a good experience fun. for us. Yeah. Fellas, this was a lot of fun. Thank you very much for coming on with us. Yeah, no kidding. No, any, anytime, guys. Hey, guys, thanks for watching. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions or suggestions for future shows, email us at nhconcertphotogs at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you in the next one.